Hey guys, it's Simmy and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited. As we are here, it's Friday, and that means today it's the wrestling wrap-up. A handful of news, actually today two handfuls of news, brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. We've got 10 stories for you today from a former WWE superstar who used to be a champion in the company that they want to bring back. We'll talk about when Logan Paul could return to WWE. Booker T talked about his contract length. News on Vince McMahon backstage, not him being backstage, but backstage things that have changed. Some things with the women's roster in WWE and all the rumors going on right now with Naomi and Sasha Banks. All that and more on today's edition of the Wrestling Wrap-Up. With that, before we get started, I want to say thank you if you are watching live, whether that's twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, or if you're watching later, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or listening on podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Now, if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing. Excuse me. <clears throat> subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you could subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Or if you just have access to an Amazon Prime account, you take that Amazon Prime account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you wanna, you, you wanna support and I greatly appreciate it if that was us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, if you do watch on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well. We'll be hitting that join button and becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Also remember, you can get all of that, but more concisely and more directly support us at patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something, whether that is a new game, whether that is an old game, whether that is a free game, or whether you're getting bucks for Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys. Remember, there's WWE stuff in all those games right now, and so you're going to need the bucks. Well, actually, I think there's only WWE stuff still in Fortnite. I think Cena's in Fortnite still right now. I know he was as of yesterday, still in Fortnite. But when on the Epic Store or in the launchers for Fortnite and Rocket League, that's if you have a creator code and you do, it's creator code PWUnlimited. Again, use code PWUnlimited for the Epic Game Store or Epic Games Games. And you'll be directly supporting us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and it's not going to cost you anything extra. Anything at all. But as far as the show today goes let's get into our first story as it looks like wwe they've already brought back one person that was released over the last two years actually released three four months ago and now they're looking to bring back more that's fightful states that carrion cross could be heading back to wwe fightful writes fightful select has learned that former nxt champion that a former nxt champion or the former NXT champion, has been discussed as a name of interest for WWE to bring back into the company. 
Several within the industry outright expected him to return, and one source indicated they believed that it was already in the company's plans. So, we've yet to confirm that whatsoever. We were able to confirm that his name has been at least discussed on WWE's end. Cross was booked for an ROH appearance at Supercard of Honor before the company's regime change, and was contacted for an AEW booking that he passed on against Wardlow. Cross also worked Major League Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling dates since his 2001 WWE release. Cross was brought up to the WWE Raw roster late, late, later, uh, late roster last year without any major creative plans in place and without his wife Scarlett Bordeaux, who had been an integral part of their act. After being repackaged with a highly criticized uh, presentation, he was released from the company. Triple H had booked Killer Cross to be a top star in NXT, winning the NXT Championship twice. We've not heard what this means for Scarlett, though. One would assume, though, if they bring back Cross, they're bringing back Scarlett. That's just what I would assume. Rifle states that they have reached out to Karrion Cross, but haven't heard anything back. Now, again, I don't think they bring Cross back without Scarlett, unless she's got some sort of a project where WWE's not going to allow her to do it while in the company, so she's going to have to stop that, and she wouldn't want to. That's the only thing I can see stopping her from coming back in. If, like, her OnlyFans is making her so much money that she goes, mm, WWE's not allowing me to do it, I don't want to give that up. Or if she's got another project that she doesn't want to give up, that they would be against, that's the only reason I see her not coming in. But they're a great package together. They're in a tremendous act. I mean, Karrion Cross or Killer Cross, whatever you want to call him, is great on his own. Like, he's great on his own. But together, the duo, the package, the act, is one of the best in wrestling, I think. And the way they were portrayed in NXT was probably the best they've ever been portrayed. So I think bringing them back, or at least trying to bring them both back, is a great move by WWE. Again, a phenomenally great move. We don't know how soon this could happen. We don't know how much they've talked. All we know is that things have been discussed on WWE's end about wanting to bring them back, and I wholeheartedly support that and thought of that. They don't need my support. Fuck it. That's not the word I meant. I wholeheartedly expected this when Triple H took over. Because, like, we saw when Joe was released, Triple H immediately was like, uh, no, you're not letting this guy go. I'm going to hire him back and bring him to NXT if you don't want him on the main roster. And he did. Then he got released again when Triple H lost power. Cross, another guy that Triple H was super behind, that Triple H wanted to push big, that Triple H thought could be a big star for this company going forward, just gets released. It's weird. When Triple H, after Triple H loses power. So, again, another person that I fully expect Triple H to try to bring back. We haven't heard of really many bookings going forward for Cross. So maybe that's an indication that something could be in the works. But story number two, as we talk about, you know, one wrestler coming back to the company, we also got to talk about another, I guess you could now call him wrestler, and when his next match would be, and that's Logan Paul. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, he's reporting that Paul won't be doing WWE again in the near future as he focuses on training for a forthcoming boxing match, potentially slated for this December. While an opponent has yet to be announced, it has been confirmed by the Mirror that as of this week, Paul has resumed sparring for an impending return to boxing. 
Paul, who rose to fame as a YouTuber, late uh, YouTuber, last donned his boxing gloves when he took on Floyd Mother Floyd Money Mayweather. It was an exhibition match, and they kind of just went to a draw. Many hoped that with the success that Logan Paul has seen in professional wrestling, with the praise that he has gotten from peers, from other wrestlers, and from the fans, that he would just focus on WWE and professional wrestling. I mean, he posted that video Monday going, I've got a multi-year deal with multi-dates. Let's get things going, and let's see when I can come back again. I'm ready to go. But it looks like that is not going to happen anytime soon. So, we'll see where it goes, but if Logan Paul has got a boxing match in December, then I don't expect him back in WWE for the rest of the year. Maybe the next plan for him could be Royal Rumble. Just saying. If he's got a boxing match in December, Royal Rumble the next month, that would all kind of work hand in hand. Then at Royal Rumble, you can set up in the Rumble match whatever his Mania match is going to be. So, there you go. Probably two more dates we know right there. Rumble, I could wholly, whole, wholeheartedly expect, and next year's WrestleMania in Los Angeles. As far as talking about people and contracts and what they can and can't do and this and that, we got to talk about Booker T. Booker T actually just recently talked about his current WWE contract on his, pod, on his radio show, podcast, radio show, on his radio show, Booker T Hall of Fame. As Booker T... Basically said, I got six or seven years more to go, as Booker T stated, quote, I got about six years left on my WWE contract, maybe seven. I ain't going nowhere, man. I've never, I'm never going, I'm never going to say never or anything like that. But I actually love where I am with WWE. So Booker T, as the rumors suggested, Booker T is locked in with WWE till 2028 or 2029. And he confirms it here. That he's got six or seven more years with the company, which means, again, locked in through 2028 or 2029. I would assume it's the latter in 2029. Sometime in 2029. I mean, Booker's going to go wrestle reality wrestling. They're going to stop him from that. He's going to do shows for his own company, his own school and whatnot. But other than going anywhere else, back to Impact, doing something for AEW, that ain't happening for the next decade. That ain't happening Till the next decade, if he even wants to. And by that time, Booker's going to be how old? Booker is going to be... How old is Booker T? Booker T is 57 now. Yeah, no. Who do you think he is? Ric Flair? Booker ain't going to work a match for like AEW or Impact when he's 67, 68. No. Cool. 65, 66. Speaking of working like Ric Flair, this weekend we saw Ric Flair's last match. That was in conjunction with StarCast. And story number four has to do with WWE apparently, reportedly, trying to film documentary content at StarCast. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Meltzer states that WWE tried to broker a deal to film portions of the StarCast event for a future documentary. In exchange... StarCast boss Conrad Thompson wanted permission to use WWE-owned footage to promote the event. However, the two sides were not able to come to an agreement. Now, we don't know what WWE wanted to film, 
and what this upcoming documentary would have been for. I mean, it's, they probably still could be working on it, just not getting any footage from this past weekend. Observer also pointed out that AEW was able to make a deal with Conrad, AEW that was, that is, as far as using f- uh, footage of Mance Warner in the Bunkhouse Battle Royal from Mike Flair's last match on Dynamite this week. The footage was, like I said, shown on Dynamite to promote his upcoming match with John Moxley this Friday on AEW Rampage. So again, WWE tried to, and we heard on Sunday, hey, there's a WWE production crew. There's a film crew from WWE at Ric Flair's last match. But unfortunately, it seems like a deal didn't come to fruition. And so maybe nothing was filmed. I would assume nothing was filmed. But now that leads to the question of, they need the footage for what were they trying to film what was this that they wanted footage for what documentary in the future is it something about rick flair is it something about i don't know charlotte is it something about i'm trying to jeff jarrett jeff jarrett's under wwe maybe they're working on a jeff jarrett documentary and they want to talk about how jarrett worked flair's last match tying things together from when you know flair was in memphis back in the day and this and that and da, da, da. so i don't know I don't know what this could have all been leading to, what the footage was needed for, but maybe we'll find out in the future. Maybe we'll never know. Our story number five does go. Triple H kind of, I guess you could say, somewhat confirms that Kevin Dunn may be sticking around with WWE. As Triple H was interviewed by ESPN, mainly talking about SummerSlam weekend and the tryouts, but then he talked about taking over for Vince McMahon, where Triple H stated, quote, This is the longest-running staff on TV. I do not dream for one second that I can fill those shoes by myself, period. I'm going to take everybody here to fill those shoes and continue this on. But we will. The intent is to continue the legacy of what has been going on, what made me fall in love with this business that he created, and take it to new levels. Take it beyond where it is now. The only way we're going to do that is with a team. That's with Steph. That's with Nick Khan. That's with myself. That's with Kevin Dunn. That's with everybody that is here. That is with all this talent. We have the greatest hardworking talent in the world. I have no doubt in my mind with this team, we can do it. So it is interesting that Triple H notes in this interview that he needs Kevin Dunn on his team or that Kevin Dunn is an integral part of his team when it when he talks about bringing the company forward. More things going forward and I guess you could say not losing a step from what Vince built and advancing in all, in all of that. We had heard all the rumors that, oh, Triple H and Stephanie don't like Nick Khan, so, or not Nick Khan, Kevin Dunn. So Kevin Dunn could be out. Not anytime soon, it seems like. It seems like that those two, or that guy, those two ain't going to get rid of him much anytime soon. I mean, it could happen, but it's just very interesting that Triple H mentioned him. Story number six, when talking about, you know, Vince McMahon no longer being backstage, we have some news about things that have changed, I guess you could say, with Vince now gone. According to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, he states that Vince McMahon, is no longer listed on WWE's internal roster. McMahon had reportedly been listed as a talent alongside others not assigned to a specific brand. 
this is similar to like the Bella Twins, Nikki and Brie, and John Cena. Listed as talent, but not listed on a specific brand. Furthermore, Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter reports that the quote word wrestler and wrestling are no longer considered dirty words in WWE. WWE coined the term sports entertainment and superstar over the years to be different from other professional wrestling companies, but it looks like the word wrestler and wrestling, which we have seen Triple H let his guys use in NXT, is no longer a banned term. Even Becky Lynch recently commented on the possibility of more freedom within WWE with a remain with regime change with when using the words belt and fans. We also heard earlier this week that WWE has been giving for the last week or so the talent more freedom. As far as last week on SmackDown, the match between Sheamus and Drew, majority of that match was called in the ring, not planned out ahead of time. And WWE is going to give roster members more freedom on the microphone as far as like not scripting out every last single word and giving them more freedom to improvise. I mean, maybe they do script out every single word, but the the rumor and reports are that they're going to give them more freedom in their own promos to go off and improvise and say what they want to say within parameters, of course, of course. But as we move forward, before we get into our next story, we got to talk about the sponsor of this video. And the sponsor of this video is Manscaped. Support for Pro Wrestling Unlimited is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower. 4.0. With their fourth generation trimmer, it features a ceramic edge, uh, cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are now a thing of the past. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean it's very premium because the battery can last up to 90 minutes on a single charge. And that means no more having to rush. That's another thing that's going to help you from not, not cutting and nicking yourself. You don't have to rush, whether it's you trimming your own balls, whether it's your partner trimming your balls for you or whatever. You don't have to rush. You can take your time. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates the grooming, grooming area for a closer and more precise trim. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Uh, also, you can show off your trimmer loud and proud with their USB charging dock that rapidly charges. Like, you can get the full 90. You can go from 0 to 90 minutes in, like, 20. You can get the full 90-minute charge in less than 20 minutes. Trust me. I've done it. Now, if you're listening right now, we can help you out right here by getting you 20% off and free shipping when you use the code PWUNLIMITED at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with code PWUnlimited at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code PWUnlimited. As we get back to things in story number seven, it's going to change the next uh, Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. The next Impact Wrestling pay-per-view is Victory Road. It looks like the arena has been changed. 
This victory road was supposed to be taking place from the 2300 arena in Philadelphia, but now going back to Nashville. Impact Wrestling sent out the following stating. The action kicks off Friday, September 23rd with Victory Road, which will air live on Impact Plus and YouTube for Impact Ultimate Insiders. The action continues Saturday, September 24th with the company's television trucks capturing all of the in-ring action for upcoming episodes of Impact's, fla Impact's flagship weekly television show, Impact on Access TV. Impact has shows scheduled in Philadelphia, had shows scheduled in Philadelphia those days, but the famed 23 Arena is having limited major events past the end of August. Thus, the location switch was required. Quote, although we wanted to run to Phil we wanted to return to Philadelphia, we will soon return to the Philadelphia area, and we are excited to be returning to Skyward Studios in Nashville for two exciting nights of action, September 23rd and 24th, said Impact Wrestling Executive Vice President Scott Nemore. Full details on the September shows at Skyward Studios will be announced in the coming weeks. But I will say this. We are planning a match in Nashville that Impact, Impact fans have not seen in years. I don't know what that could be. I don't know what that big match that Scott Demore is teasing could actually be. But he's saying a match they haven't seen in years. So it's not a brand new match to Impact. But it is something they're bringing back. Maybe someone they're bringing back. I don't know. Very interesting, though. I'm intrigued to see what it is, and I don't know if that is for the Victory Road pay-per-view or the... What's the word I'm looking for? Tapings the next night, and I don't know if this is a wrestler or if this is a match type. Because maybe, maybe something fans haven't seen in years in Impact, Lethal Lockdown. Give me Lethal Lockdown. You don't know a Lethal Lock? Yep, Michael Wallace says it. If you don't know what Lethal Lockdown is, it's basically a cage match with a roof and weapons hanging from the roof. So, there you go. Lethal Lockdown. Give me Lethal Lockdown. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Heck, I just want them to bring back the Lockdown pay-per-view. Lockdown pay-per-view meant that every single match on the show took place inside of a steel cage. Now, I know what you're going to say. Well, that waters down the steel cage effect. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But they always did it in a right in the right way. I thought when doing Lethal Lockdown and all that kind of stuff and the Lockdown pay-per-view, Impact actually did it well as far as not watering down up. Just another cage match. Oh, this cage match is just a regular match. Or, uh, you know, they did it right. I feel like they did it right. But as we move forward, happy to hear that Matt Cardona is returning to the ring of story number eight. Matt Cardona, his first match since going down with an injury, has been announced. The NWA sent it out. Excuse me. The NWA sent out a tweet stating, "Quote: Matt Cardona returns to in-ring action in NWA 74." Um, in an earlier than expected return to action, Matt Cardona will be on hand to compete against a mystery opponent and. A mystery hand-picked opponent. Now, they state in the graphic that it's Cardona's choice. So Cardona gets to pick his own opponent for the NWA 74th event. And it says it will be taking place on night one. Cardona then sent out a tweet stating, I'm back. I will make my return 
to the ring at NWA 74 on August 27th. I have handpicked my opponent for the incredibly talent from the incredibly talented NWA roster. Who's it gonna be? Hashtag still ready, hashtag almost ready, hashtag always ready. So it's not like they're bringing in somebody new or somebody not normal to NWA. This is somebody on the NWA roster that they are gonna have Cardona get to pick to face. Now the big question is, who could it be? I don't follow NWA enough to know who it could be, who on the roster already doesn't have a match on the two-night event. But I'm interested just because it's Cardona's return, and I want to see how he is after being out of action since April, I want to say. I could be wrong there. Hold on. Now Cardona has not worked a match since. Bum, 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 bum. Um, June. Oh, it's been sooner. Okay, June. The, the Blake Christian match. That's right. I remember it now. So yeah, Cardona, Blake Christian, June fifth. Oh, it's, it's been two months. He's been out of action for two months. See, initially they said three to five. That's why I thought it was so far back. But they're saying earlier than expected. Turning earlier than expected. Our story number nine does go. It sounds like the WWE's women's roster. Is a little optimistic with Triple H now in charge, as Dave Meltzer wrote the following in the day, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter regarding the new regime. We're told that it's a positive and fresh vibe, but some talent is nervous whether they would keep or lose their positions. But overall, the feeling is more excitement and more positive about the future. Olivek was described as coming across caring about talent. Others noted a wait and see attitude, and there is almost some paranoia among some described to us from those who are not sure if their spot will be good under the new regime. But it is mostly positive. It was noted. It, it was noted. It was more relaxed and calmer that the women felt that there is going to be more focus on them and that the words wrestling and wrestler were no longer dirty words. Talent were instructed to never utilize. So with that, it looks like more talent is optimistic, but especially the woman's talent. The woman's roster feels like they're going to get more time. They're going to get more opportunities, and they're going to get pushed better by WWE. As far as with Triple H, Stephanie, and Nick Khan now running the show. And speaking of women in WWE, story number 10, well, that's everything we know right now about Sasha Banks and Naomi. So it was reported earlier this week WWE actually has been reported for a couple of weeks. The WWE is trying to smooth things over with Sasha Banks and Naomi to get them to not want to leave the company. With Naomi, we heard that her contract may have been frozen at the time of walking out, even though her contract may have only had about two months left on it. And that they wanted to renegotiate and give her a new deal, and they didn't know if she wanted to sign it or anything. And with Sasha Banks, we haven't really heard much. Now, we do know that both women are advertised for the C2E2 event this weekend in Chicago. More on that in a minute. Sasha was also advertised for a celebrity flag football game. I don't know when the date was. I have it right here. Um, in uh, Let's see if I can pull up that date. This does not have the date on it. August 5th. So it's supposed to be today. Sasha was supposed to be doing a celebrity football game 
with the Los Angeles Rams. They have one team, Team Ramsey, and the other team, Team Donald. Sasha was originally scheduled for Team Donald, but the Rams then sent out an updated roster list with no Sasha on it. No Mercedes Verando, Vernando, Vernando, Vernando. I always butcher her last name. So that's an interesting one that Sasha no longer listed on the team roster for an event that was supposed to be taking place today with the Los Angeles Rams. Then, in another interesting move, C2E2 deleted the tweet about Sasha and Naomi being advertised for the show, being doing, you know, signings and meet and greets. But they're still listed on the website. And here's the thing. And I'm going to double check this because they were as of two hours ago. But also three hours ago, the tweets were still up. So let me double check this really fast as far as guests do go before we go forward because something could have changed while we were live. So let's look really fast. Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes. Okay. Mercedes. Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. Okay. They're still both advertised for the show, but the tweets got pulled down, which has led to a lot of speculation with all of this stuff. Them getting Sasha getting pulled from the event today in Los Angeles. Them no longer advertised under their real names on Twitter for C2E2 leads a lot of people to believe that there is, and this is not me reporting anything, but people believe there is a slight possibility that Sasha and Naomi could be returning tonight to WWE television. And A, that's why Sasha couldn't go to the Celebrity Flag football game. And B, why C2E2 pulled them under their real names and will re-advertise them later under their WWE names, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Again, we don't know that's be a fact, but it is very possible that that could happen. And let me go to the C2E2 Twitter just to double check really fast. Let's see, let's see, let's see. C2E2. Um, yeah, I still don't see anything as far as them being advertised. I mean, not all the advertising of them was pulled, but the individual tweets. Like, there's one right here that's got, like, one, two, three, four, five, eight different people on it. They're both on this one. But, like, the individual ones have been pulled down the ones individually about them like sasha sent out a tweet this morning and i can i'll pull it up right here let's see um whoops that's not spelled correctly but let's pull this up here here and you see i'm excited to see you guys this weekend i love you and you click the link hmm this page doesn't exist. Try searching something else, which means the tweet has been pulled down. Which is very interesting. 
with that. Maybe they show up tonight. That's just speculation. We'll see if it all happens. But speaking of tonight, as we wrap up the wrap-up, Friday Night SmackDown, and we know of three things so far announced for tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. First off, we do know that Roman Reigns will address his challenger for Clash at the Castle in Drew McIntyre. Shinsuke Nakamura will be in action when he once again goes one-on-one with Ludwig Kaiser. And finally, we have a gauntlet match with seven women, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, and Sonya Deville. The winner then moves on to Clash at the Castle to challenge Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. With that, these three things are the only three things that we can see announced so far for tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. If we do hear anything else regarding tonight's SmackDown, we will bring it to you and let you guys know right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, guys, it's going to wrap up the wrap-up. I want to say thank you for joining me here. If you're watching live, twitch.tv forward slash Unlimited, Or if you're watching or listening later, whether that's youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the go, like Slitcher, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We'll be back live tonight for Friday Night SmackDown. So have a great night, and we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one, guys.